Well, I'm sorry, but I just think you need some sort of warning uh, at the beginning. Uh, sorry, just, we're actually broadcasting. We've I, had a lot of complaints about language. No, really? Someone called David Clacton has been oh. calling and talking about yeah. making a sideboard with his penis. Oh, well, that's what not is, exactly what he said. It was. Look, the, I don't care. I've had the yummy mummies from Mamma Mia saying they're going to go somewhere else. Well, that would free up some booths. Richard yep. Feidler is threatening oh, to take yeah. his offside. He's talking about going off to pods of a feather. Oh. Which, Where's that? Well, it's a very low rent. Yeah, look, uh, we're actually going out right now. Oh, so for I... God's sake, thin ice. Very thin ice. God. Um, the producers would like to warn that this episode of Tony Martin's Sizzletown contains the words f***, c*** and d***. So more sensitive listeners and Torres Strait Islanders may wish to... Sorry, Matt, did you just beep the words? Yeah. But people won't know what the words are that we're warning them about if they're beeped. We can't open the show with f***ing c***. Yeah, see, again, I don't know what it is you're saying. I could leave Dick Lord in. (laughs) Well, you've said it now, so... What, Dick Lord? Yeah, please stop saying Dick Lord. Sorry, continue. (sighs) I think people get the idea. Cue the music. Everyone, and welcome to Wow, another great variation on our theme there from Damien Cowell here at Sizzletown. And uh, welcome aboard. It's me, Tony Martin. We have Matt Dower behind the glass waiting for your call. What, what was that, Matt? What? Well, I heard the the email sound. Oh, I'm sending emails. <laughs> okay, f- fair enough, but can you just... I shouldn't be coming through there. Yeah, th- there was another one. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I understand. You've got a lot of admin, but uh, I really need to press on with this intro, so... You ju- <laughs> what was that? Well, I've got things to trash. Okay. Rightio, well... Just uh, continue... Have we had any callers? No. Okay. Good. Uh, it is a late-night call-in podcast. Your chance to get... Your chance to get... <laughs> this is really... Can you not... I've got a lot of pots on the boil. It's the late-night call-in podcast. Your chance to, well, get any... Get anything off your... Ch- oh, you're just taking the piss now. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get on with the... Let's get straight on to the sound effects. How many? Three. Three. Of course. That just seems to be the thing now, doesn't it? What have we got? That's one of our three effects. Plus we've got... Oh, really? What's the third one? Of course. Okay, so it's... 
and plus. Great. And do we... Line three. Yes, okay. Um, Hello. Hello, is it the Sizzletail? Uh, Yes, who's this? My name's Lorna Palethorpe and I'm calling from Deep Dean. Where? Deep Dean. Oh, right, Deep Dean. Yes, and um, uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, I don't have any subjects prepared, unfortunately. Um, Uh, um, Well, I don't uh, want to do anything inflammatory. No, well, there can be anything. I don't want to bring any shame upon Deep Dean. Of course not. I'd like to stick to, you know, matters of local concern. Local concern. Local to Deep Dean. All right, well, what's going on there? Uh, Well, what about the plastic bag business? That's a carry on, isn't it? No, yeah, yeah. Well, I was up at Gulls. I didn't have any plastic bags. I didn't have any green bags. I didn't have any bags of any kind. Oh, okay. So. So in the end, I had to carry each individual item home one at a time. Oh, God. It took the better part of an afternoon. That's no good. But I did get to see quite a lot of deep things. Oh, well. Swings and roundabouts. Oh, I've got to go and carry home a tin of pieces. Um, yeah, okay. I'd like to sign off hello to everyone here in Deep Dean. Well, thanks for calling, Lorna. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, that was Lorna Palethorpe calling it. Do we. Is that the first woman who's called into this show, Matt? Could be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I guess it's just because I put off such a blokey vibe here at Sizzletown. Mind you, it's amazing to me that anyone calls in at all because um, how do people know when to call? I mean, it's 11 episodes. I still don't understand how this works. But anyway, on we go here at Sizzletown. What now? Oh, it's time for a late night dedication. Hello, ladies. It's time for me to remind you that not all men don't like Nashville. That's right, there's quite a few of us perched on the couch wondering when will Deacon burst into tears next. It won't be far off, as you well know. (laughs) I don't know what's going on in episode 11. Um, Oh, another caller. Hello. Uh, is that the Chisel Town Telegram? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, my name's Lord Jeremy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Well, I was wondering. Yes. What's it going to be? <laughs> oh, it's Dion, is it? <laughs> it was fucking money doing a voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Still don't have a prize. Mate, so, I, don't, yeah. I don't care, right? I'm fucking popping with new ideas, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like 12 shark tanks all Is that right? fucking together like a human centipede, yep. all just buffering up to each other. Can I fucking keep up? Can you tell us one? Oh, I don't want to give them all away for free, mate. Okay. Why don't you have a prize? It's not the. What's it going to be? <laughs> I can't even say it. Nah. 
got so many. You don't have any new ideas. I have. You do. Okay. Everyone's trying to get in on the act, though. Are they? Yeah, well, there's people on, um, like online on Reddit, right, saying how you can get free pieces and shit. Really? Yeah. How does that work? Well, you know, it's the one where you call up Domino's and you, like, instead of um, asking for a Hawaiian, you just describe all the components of the Hawaiian, mm. so you're, you're, you're building your own, right? right. But, and it comes to, like, way fucking less than a normal Hawaiian, right? Okay. So everyone's doing that one, right? Everyone? Yeah. Right. Well, the guy in the kitchen putting it all together, he's going, oh, it's just another fucking Hawaiian. Okay. <laughs> These cats are fucking making their own Hawaiian. Right. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> right, he's fucking furious. And that's a common one. Yeah, the- they got him actually yep. getting cheap Hawaiians, right? Well, I'm going to do that for Bunnings, right? Really? Okay, how does that work? Well, um, you know, how, like, Bunnings have got, uh, like, if you, um, what is it, if you find something that's, like, cheaper somewhere else, I'll beat it by 10 fucking percent, right? Yeah. You, you collude with, like, a hardware shop guy, right? Uh-huh. And then yeah. you just fucking lower the prices and everything. They're fucking stupid, right? Right. Then you go back to Bunnings, look at this, mate. It's fucking two towers. It's like 10 cents. Wow. You've got to beat that by 10%, right? Okay. And you'll be getting everything for, like, fucking nothing at Bunnings, right? Extrapolate that out. You're a fucking billionaire. And that's your big idea. I'm going to be so- down there with everything, right, mate? I can get rule plugs. Rule plugs? I get rule plugs for like a cent each. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Mate, I'm in there the Stevens Hardware, right? And he's got fridges for like 10 bucks, oh, right? 10 so, bucks. So come on. Right, no you one's... wouldn't go that yeah, stupid, yeah. right? You'd go... You just go like a grand off whatever they're charging or something, right? Okay. And then when you've got all this shit you want, he just puts his prices back up. It's fucking foolproof, right? Foolproof, yeah. Mate, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to go down to Bunnings, just everything. It's like, mate, it's way cheaper at Stevens. Okay. (laughs) We're out the front with the sausages, right? Hi, how much he charges? Please. Fucking sausages are free at Stevens. Wow. You've got to give it to me at like 10% of free. Well. <laughs> like do the mess on that cunt. That's your right. big idea. It's uh, fucking top shelf, isn't it? Right. Okay, well. That's just one. That is, I'm giving you that for free, right? I'll give it to you for 10% of fucking free. Thanks for sharing. Okay, mate. Hey, is there a prize? No, there's not. What's it going to be? I think we know where that was going. Thank you, Dion, for giving us yet another update here at Sizzletown. Um, Time now for some cross-promotion and... Really? Thousands of angry bees driven by a madman's secret formula. Recognise that. That's from the trailer to the Deadly Bees, which is one of a slew of killer bee movies that came out in the 60s and 70s. That's the one where I think there's a great musical cameo in the trailer. What could possibly link the birds and the bees? Wow, do you think the birds got into the movie just so that they could say that in the trailer? I reckon they did. Anyway, I'm sure that's somewhere on the internet. What am I cross-promoting? Oh, yes, Santo, Sam and Ed. My old friends who, well, they I'm very confused about the whole Santo, Sam and Ed 
lineage. It was a TV show on SBS that was on Seven, then it was on Foxtel, then it was a podcast, then it was a TV show again, then it was on iView. I think it, is it on at the moment? Don't know. They did something for the World Cup. Did they? Uh, well, anyway, there's there's lots of it, you know, archived on iTunes, the, the podcast version, certainly. And uh, I actually appeared on Santo Sam and Ed when it was called Total Football. It was on Fox Footy. And they got me into not talk about football, but to review a football related movie. Well, I found uh, a World War II football movie, Escape to Victory. Oh, yes. A lot of people uh, later re-released simply as Victory. I think okay. that maybe the name Escape to Victory gave the ending away. <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> Sorry to those that haven't seen it. Uh, it's, it's written by Yabo Yablonski, and I can ah. honestly say this is the finest Yabo Yablonski <laughs> that I've ever seen. Yes, that was... The name of the screenwriter, Escape to Victory. You can see that review on YouTube. We'll probably put a link on one of our Facebook or Instagram pages or accounts or whatever they're called. And, uh, yes, yeah, Santo, Sam and Ed. I work with Sam Pang every week on Nova 100. And uh, something that's kind of weird about that is that, well, let me put it this way. I've had three comedy partners since I moved to Australia in the mid-80s. In the 80s, it was me and Tommy G. We were Tommy G and the Fat Man, Tom Gleisner. In the 90s, it was me and Mick Malloy. Of course, we did Martin Malloy. And in the noughties, uh, it was me and Ed Cavalli. We did Get This and a few other projects. We still work on team effort together. And Sam Pang, right now, does a TV show with each one of them. Think about that. He does The Front Bar with Mick Malloy. He does Santo, Sam and Ed with Ed. That's kind of a TV show. And then he does Have You Been Paying Attention with Tom and Ed as well. It's pretty strange. I have to say, it's almost as though I slept with his wife a few years back and this is some elaborate revenge plan that's been unfolding over the years. He's going to be on with all of my comedy husbands and he's going to have a bigger hit with each of them. Because Front Bar's like number one, I think. I think it's knocking over the, the footy show with that very strange parchment-faced man who often gets his dick out. Who's that? Sam Newman. How is he still on the telly? Journalist asked Mr Newman why he was still on the telly, but he remained tight-faced. Let's move on to some callers. Just load them up, Matt. I see all the lights are uh, up. We must have a bunch of callers. Just send them through. Hello? Hello, is that Mr Martin? Yes, it is. Yeah, my name's Philip. I'm down at the bank in East Bentley. Oh, right. You, uh... Yes, I believe you paid us a visit yesterday. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I was just wondering, um... If you could supply some feedback on your experience uh, visiting the bank. Well, I was getting um, someone to break a 50. That's right, all. OK, you just got some change. <laughs> That's right. OK, well, how would you rank that experience on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, I wouldn't. What for? Well, we use the feedback to improve uh, your future experience of coming to the bank. <laughs> but why? I, I visit the bank all the time. Oh, is there anything we can do to improve that? Well... Um, you can stop asking me for feedback. Okay. I mean, it's just a bank. Who cares? Yeah, right. More tellers and less surveys, I would say. Okay, well... Stop calling me. Okay, well, thanks for your time. God. 
Next caller. Uh, hello? Yes, hello. Is this Tony Martin? Yes, that's right. Yeah, look, it's Mr Muffler here. Oh, right, from uh, from Mr Muffler. No, no, not a shock. My name's Lloyd Muffler. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm calling from Consolidated Mufflers. Well, that's confusing. Yeah, it does cause quite a bit of confusion. Uh, yes, look, you're in here having uh, some work done on your muffler last week. That's correct, yep. Yeah, I was just wondering if you could give us some feedback on how you felt your experience oh. visiting the shop, what it was like interacting with the staff. I'd rather not, oh. actually. The job's done, I've paid you. That's it, isn't it? Okay, okay. well, uh, can I send you an email? No. Can I send you a text? No. Can I send you a tweet? No. Can I send you a Snapchat? Rather you didn't. Can I send you a letter? No. In an envelope? No. Can I send you a message? Start the leg of a pigeon. No. Send me nothing. All right. See you. We got more. Okay. Yep. Uh, hello. Hello. Is it Tony Martin? Yes, it is. Yeah. My name's Ian Teal. Oh. Who are you? Yeah. I um. I see you last week. Yeah. At the year at the sh- um. By Box Hill Shops. Oh. On the corner of Whitehorse Road and Elgar Road. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember we were going to cross at the lights there? Um. And you reached up to press the button for the crossing light to come on. Did, did I? And I said, there's no need to do that because I've already pressed the button. Right. And you went to press it. You were going to press it. And then you thought twice and you didn't press it. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I actually don't. Yeah, I think you, you must have decided, well, I'm going to trust that this gentleman has pressed the button and that, you know, the lights will change as a result. Oh. Great. Well, that makes sense. I was just hoping to get some feedback about that experience. Oh, Christ. How would you rank that? Goodbye. Man. Everyone just has to be told that they're great now. What is this? Obsession with feedback. Am I doing okay? Piss off. Oh, another one. Hello? Oh, hello. It's uh, Philip here. I'm from the... Bentley. Uh, no, yes. Yes, I just spoke before and mm-hmm. we discussed uh, you providing a ranking or an assessment of your yep. visit to the banking experience. Yeah, I yep. do recall yeah. that. I was just um, hoping you could give me some feedback on our initial call. What? Let's just say how you felt about the whole experience of receiving a phone call from the bank to discuss your experience of coming to the bank. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, no I can't. Fuck off. No. Well, we'll call that an F. Thanks. Jesus. Man, everyone just needs feedback now, Matt. What is that about? Every business, every restaurant is like an insecure lover asking you, was that all right? Did I do all right? How were your meals? Were your meals okay? Yeah, they were fine until they were interrupted by a pest. (laughs) I'm sounding more and more like one of our callers, Matt. One of our callers here to sizzle down. God. Tell you something else that's uh, annoying me um, is when you call up to pay a bill and you go through all those numbers, press four for this and press two if your credit card number's correct. And then at the end it says, if that's everything and you'd like to end this call, please press nine or simply hang up. Like, why do they have the nine option? Why not simply hang up? Is that for people who are going, oh, I'm not confident in my ability to end this phone call by hanging up. If only there was a number I could press. All right. Getting carried away here at Sizzletown. If you've just tuned in, the host is uh, cracking the shit, it seems, for this episode. Um, 
Thank you to everyone who came out to see Damien Cowell's Disco Machine a couple of weeks back in Geelong at the Wool Exchange. That was a great gig. We did uh, three numbers from what uh, will hopefully be the third album. Not sure what Damien's cooking up in the shed. It sounds pretty good from what I've heard so far. Bit of confusion about the poster for that gig because, of course, it was Regurgitator, supported by us, and then before us was another band called Dick Lord. But the poster didn't have any punctuation on it, so it simply said, Regurgitator, Damien Cowell's Disco Machine, featuring Tony Martin, Dick Lord. But um, I wasn't the Dick Lord, and uh, thank you to all the people who yelled Dick Lord at me for much of the show. All right, what else? What other unfinished business do we have? Oh, yes. Last episode, we received a visit from the constabulary, did we not, Matt, from Dolphin Squad. Yep, that's right. Yeah, what happened there? All sorted. What? It all went away. Really? It all went away? How did you manage to... They realised they'd made a mistake. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Matt, in case you haven't been listening, uh, revealed a few weeks back that he likes to buy dolphins off the dark web. He, quote, fixes them up and then on-sells them to, well, to clients. I don't know what's going on, what they're used for. And the police started to take an interest, but apparently that's all gone away. Well, hey, what was that? It was some music. It was like the music from Scarface. Could you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it, I could hear it in here. Shouldn't be bleeding through. Well, I guess you've passed the point of no return. Passed uh, the point of no oh. return. Reach the top, okay. but still you gotta learn yep. how to keep it. I think that's enough of that. You can really hear that? Yes, it is coming through here. Sorry. Wow. So I guess you're the new kingpin of the dolphin trade. Guess there's no one left to stand in your way, so... No one left oh. to stand in your way. Come on. Careless, but you'll never be safe really? Okay, that's enough of that. I've reached my limit. Welcome to the limit. Oh, Matt. Are you wearing a white suit? Uh, maybe. I think it's time for us to try and class this show up. It's time to call Peter Meager. You dialing that number, Matt? Yep. Peter Meager, the editor of the Australian Review of Books. We spoke to him a few weeks back, but uh, since then, the Australian Review of Books has been bought by the Nine Network, as you may have read. And we're going to... Uh, oh, here we go. Yes, hello. Uh, hello, is that Peter Meager? Speaking. Yep, Tony Martin calling again from the podcast. Yeah, the, right. The, it's the Garris, is it? Um, no. Oh. The quill? No. It, the umlaut? No. The possessive noun? No. Is it the dirty realist? No, it's... The, I'm, I'm sorry, who is this? Sizzletown. Oh, we right. spoke Sizzletown. What is it, lowbrow comedy capers? Well, I, I guess you could... Right, well, I'm sorry, I don't have long. Peter Craven's calling, so um, keep it snapping. Well, okay, well, we're just wondering about the merger. <sighs> well, we, yes, um, I guess, yeah, everyone's heard about the, 
the buyout and yep. the it, Australian Review of Books has been subsumed into the Nine Network. But um, So will that mean big changes? Well, for- no, no, it doesn't make any change whatsoever. We retain our editorial independence and, in fact, I will be overseeing the launch of a new imprint, Nine Books. And <laughs> wow, who's going to be on that? Well, but- we have a number of exciting titles on the conveyor belt and uh, the first one is Crap's Last Tape. Really? The- Samuel Beckett play? The- no, no, it's not the Beckett. Uh, it's, in fact, uh, the memoirs of Grant Crap. No, from, yes, from Love Island, yeah. So what is the book? Well, it tells a fascinating story leading up to, of course, Grant's final Instagram recording where he announced the dissolution of Grayler. Grayler. Grayler, that's Grant and Taylor. Um, it's not really catching on. Well, sadly, uh, the union uh, does appear to be yeah. over, but it's a boon for literature. So nine books will be Love Island contestants. Just well, no, no, we'll, we'll be publishing a wide range of authors, not just people from Love Island. Uh, yeah. We'll have uh, people from the block as well. Okay, but nothing changes under this new regime. Well, yes, my friendships with Peter Carey and Richard Flanagan remain unaffected by the merger. I don't know why anyone would... Tim Winton will... sure, Tim Winton called me just this week from his surfboard. Did he? Wanted to know if he should use the word omniscient. Right, for what? I can't recall to describe a a fish or the passing of time or some dust motes hanging in the air in an old shanty beside the sea. And this is something that you do for authors, isn't it? It's a service I provide to all of, uh, well, most of the country's literary heavyweights. What about Grant Cramp? Grant as well, yes. I I think he called me last week to say, should he use the word shoe to describe an item of footwear? I said that would be perfectly acceptable. Now, um, you've been instrumental in the running of the Brisbane Writers' Festival. And that's been making headlines. Well, yes, I know there's a lot of controversy about book festivals. The fury is that she hasn't been invited, so then we cop, what, 20,000 words saying why the festival's rubbish. Uh I understand. People are very bitter. So, noses out of joint. Well, you can't please everybody. And sadly, I'm the man in the middle trying to get ponchos on seats. And if that means flying Jermaine Greer out to bang on about while people enjoy a nice Shiraz, well, that's how it's done. I mean, Sure, but people are saying that diversity well, Yes, I know. It, we should have more ethnic authors, whatever. I hear this all the time. Yeah. But we've got to think about our core audience, which is white middle-class people. And to be honest, they'd rather hear David Sedaris talking about how he couldn't open his laptop or how his boyfriend failed to kill a spider. Sure, um, but there's room for everybody. Yes, Surely, I know. But... Look, I'm prepared to have Wally Dali's up the wazoo, if that's oh. what people want. But, oh. uh, you know, short of exhuming the corpse of Bryce Courtney, I don't know what more I can do to pander to our standard audience. Yeah, and I guess you need to, you know, get on the TV to publicise. Well, there are fewer outlets, aren't there, on television to talk about books ever since the ABC cancelled the Tuesday Night Circle Jerk. There have been very few uh, shows dedicated to literature. But you're now in bed with Channel 9. Well, yes, 9 have uh, put one format to me. It's called, let's see, um, oh yes, Literary It's a Knockout. Wow. Is that a good idea? Well, I'm keeping an open mind. I feel that anything that gets people talking about books is good. And uh, who wouldn't want to see, I don't know, Sonia Hartnett and Louise Swin dressed as giant bottles of tomato sauce attacking each other with Nerf bats in a bouncy castle? I mean, that could certainly draw attention to the written word. I guess that could work. Yes. I mean, who wouldn't want to see David Maloof trying to write his way out of a tank that's slowly filling full of Tabasco sauce? Um, One of the ideas they've got here. 
I don't know. Well, good luck with that. Well, yeah. I'll keep you posted, and uh, thanks for calling. I yep. might just mention that uh, my podcast, uh, Meagre Insights, is still going up there at iTunes. And, and you're involved in other writers' festivals coming up? Yes, I will be appearing at the Melbourne Writers' Festival. That's right, I think Marie Cardi has me taking on Delia Falconer in the Monster Truck <laughs> Challenge. Great. Well... We might call you again. That's the garret, is it? Sizzletown. Sizzletown, yes, of course. Comedy capers, pardon me. Well, that's all we've got time for here at Sizzletown. Thank you, Peter Meager. Thank you, Matt Dower, for being so quick on the beeps. Well done. Also, like to thank Tony Wilson, who did some consulting for this episode. Visit his website, tonywilson.com.au. And that burst of jazz you heard earlier in the show was by the great Nick Hempton, New York-based Australian jazz man, longtime supporter of our projects. He's actually in Sydney very soon. You can see him at Venue. 505 on September 6 and at Foundry 616 on September 7 and 8. Get along and check him out and we'll meet you back here in a couple of weeks. Start for the leg of a pigeon. Oh, it's just another fucking hour one!